0: Grandpa Jim, Motivation Central Station, back in the saddle after taking a little bit of a vacation, celebrated 40 years of marriage with my wife, did a podcast on that if you're looking to, you know, how did we survive that 40 years, you know, that's a difficult thing to do, it's not easy to do, and so uh, I did put a podcast together uh, that worked for us, and uh might work for you as well, too, today. Uh, however, I'd like to do a podcast on, you know, most of my positions that I work in uh, have been trying to make people comfortable when they feel uncomfortable, right? So anytime you're going to change a new habit, anytime you're going to try to learn something new, um It's an uncomfortable process. You know, anytime you want to get in recovery or you want to get on an exercise plan, it's going to feel uncomfortable. You know, it just comes with the territory. The more we let ourselves go into the bad habits, the harder the time to unwind. But the reason that I show up every day is because I've seen so many crazy miracles happen in my social work, in my recovery groups, in my stand-up comedy classes. I've seen people just prosper that didn't have a clue. And in my own life, too, I didn't know. You know, if you're in an addiction, you have a bad habit or whatever, don't beat yourself up, you know. You're just, uh, you know, have an unhealthy habit, uh, you know. And just like an unhealthy habit can be, uh, you know, a healthy habit can be developed. So you uh, need to be patient. You need to love yourself. Uh, It takes a while. It's not going to happen over time, but small changes can add to big results, you know? And so anyway, I want to get into a couple of things like with stand-up. I've Run a stand up comedy school called the Comedy College in the Milwaukee, Chicago area over the last 20 years. And a lot of people have come through those doors from NBA coaches to corporations that uh, wanted their employees to learn uh, how to communicate better. I've worked with uh, corporations that gave tours for different uh properties they owned and so there's definitely better ways of communicating but with stand-up comedy the biggest fear in a lot of people's lives is public speaking which undoubtedly was my uh fear you know i had a huge fear of that i would get panic attacks petrified i literally would be laying on the floor going i can't remember anything i'm supposed to say and and how am I going to get through this and a lot of that I found out in my personal journey was just me really wanting to do a good job for the people I was presenting to but what I've learned over time is I didn't have a lot of control over that so I could just really worry about my space and this is cute uh, my neighbor's gutter is clogged uh which you know I own a gutter cleaning business but uh Two birds are taking a bath in it, which is uh, kind of cute, actually. Uh, so anyway, so uh, my, you know, Nate Bargetsy is one of my students. He's been on um, Netflix. If you haven't seen him, please check him out. Just the kindest, gentlest soul. Uh, has really clean comedy. Uh, when I work with people, I always say, if you can work clean, you're going to be a little better off. Um, as far as opportunities, now, don't get me wrong, you know. I've seen, uh, different parties call me up and say, we need the most, uh, you know, kind of blue material or, uh, that was for a, a bunch of bikers one time, <laughs> uh, Harley Davidson riders, whatever. Uh, so, but if you can work clean, you're going to get more opportunities and has been on Jimmy Fallon and, uh, you know, so... Uh one thing that happens with my students, one they have a huge fear of getting up on stage that first time. So my whole first six weeks is them working on their material, but then it's we get into a group pattern, you know, the other comics start supporting each other. Even after the classes end, there's some lifelong uh relationships that have been made. There's actually been a couple of couples that got married out of those classes too over time and uh But so uh, my whole project is getting them ready to be up on that stage, you know, and so uh, I try to compliment a lot. I try to look for their strengths and not really focus on the negative. I tell people I'm going to point out your strengths if I'm not talking about this, that or the other thing. You probably don't really want to focus in on that. Uh, you will not have the luxury of me doing that individually for you at this point. Maybe at some time I will be doing, uh, private sessions, uh, to empower people and motivate you, but right at the current time. So it's good to partner up with people. So with my stand-up classes, then two, I teach people like the next show, the next show is never the same as the first show, uh. There's going to be time delays. There's going to be other performers that you just performed with. They can't stay. Uh, The crowd that was there last week was really friendly and warm. And the crowd that there's this week is not so nice and not so cheery. And so a comics life is a lot of learning how to be, you know, living in and being uncomfortable. And then the people I work with that are in recovery, I work with a lot of people uh, in my social uh, work, my drug and alcohol counseling, um, that, you know, they're used, their brain literally gets used to being, you know, that high, that hit. You know, the, the brain, whether you want it to or not, likes to feel good as much as possible. And so, When you're using a drug to make you feel better, and actually, too, once you start using these substances for a long time, you're actually changing the chemistry in your body. You're also changing uh, your central nervous system. And your brain, you know, your brain gets used to these substances. Well, I'm not feeling good because right now I don't have work. So I'll anesthetize myself. I will smoke some weed or I will drink alcohol or I will take a pill. So I don't feel this way. And uh, your body says, hey, this worked. This, wow, it took that pain away. And But the problem is with uh, alcohol and drugs eventually, uh, things get worse and they can kill you, right? And so we definitely don't want to use those kind of things to uh, take away our stress. We want to, you know, get hooked on positive things like good healthy diets, taking a walk. Um, I'm a big proponent. If you go through a, a lot of my podcast, I will typically uh, hit walking because walking it doesn't cost any money. It's free. Pretty much everybody can do it. I have run into some cases where people got a bad knee or something, and I recommend swimming. But the majority of us, the those are outliers, can you know take a walk, and your body's going to start feeling good, right? Because you're going to start breathing in more air, and when you get more oxygen in your body, you get a little uplift, a little feeling of euphoria, and so your body, uh, you know, I always say in my world of recovery. My highs aren't as highs, but my lows aren't as low, right? So you use the drug, uh, the drink to get rid of that uncomfortable feeling. And then, uh, you know, uh, the next, when you're off the drug, uh, you're going to feel lousy again. Whatever goes up must come down. And I, I say not only does it, when you're on these substances to make yourself feel better, whether it's the vape pen, the cigarette, it's going to take you up. You're going to feel really great for a while. And I always say the best drugs will keep you high, maybe for two hours. And then it's all downhill after that. And not only do you come back to normal, but you it's like a bell curve. It goes up and it comes down and then you get even, but then it's a bell curve curve below the surface so not only are you going to go up but you're going to crash to normal and then you're going to go below normal and then you're going to feel miserable that's when the shame the guilt comes in I ate that I ate one too many of xyz and now the guilt shame fills in so so we try to substitute these bad choices just with good that's all we're doing here and recovery is about just you know from feeling uncomfortable to comfortable is just making these tweaks and when you start on any path you are going to be challenged anybody that has long-term sobriety from any type of drug any type of food addiction any you know has walked through some fire it just is and uh, you know, so my job, I always feel, is making people feel comfortable being uncomfortable. It's gonna hurt. Um, there's all kinds of research. There's a couple podcasts I did on you know working with other people and groups, and because we know the power of groups, positive groups get really great results. There's so much benefit to that. There's the social interaction. There's the lifting up your friend that's lifting you up, and uh, you make friendships, and you know, your friendships circle around the good cause, and now, you know, we're, we're, we're way more motivated. We don't want to let down the group. We want to, you know, um, do our end of the lifting, so... Uh, out of our five friends i'm not going to be the one that's stumbling and falling i want to be the one that lifts up and empowers people by setting a good example in what i do and there's a great study um and it's done by dr Profit. it's p-r-f-f-i-t-t from the university of virginia and it talks about how groups really benefit people in amazing ways and if you have time to Google that, I have talked about it more in depth on other podcasts too. So if you want to just search down. By the way, if you like these types of podcasts, if you could hit subscribe, that's that would really be great. So my advice to you is uh, you want that new job, get up off the couch. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Get off the couch. You know, whether... Yeah, and these things don't have to be earth-shattering. They just have to be consistent. So for five minutes today, I'm going to stretch. Um, and that's a new goal of mine. I just started yesterday, and today I stretched a little bit. And then I went and found out that, you know, you don't want to overdo it uh, with stretching. You There is a point you can overdo it. So I'm not going to dive in, and people with addictions and... Uh, Yeah, alcoholism they tend to overdo thing or food addictions whatever we don't have off switches so we can easily take one addiction and morph it into another so i set up good you know so right now my plan is to stretch every other day however i did do a little bit today but at a minimum of every other day and when if i do early on here do it every day. I'm only going to do about five, 10 minutes. I'm not going to overdo anything. I just want to get in the habit of doing it and committing to it and changing my laziness, my sitting on the couch. Um, you know, although I don't sit on the couch too much, uh, but, uh, you know, so the rest is up to you now. So if you're going to, You know, I can help you. I can try to cheer you on. But at the end of the day, you know, it's all up to you. So, uh, wonderful world we live in, even though it may not appear to be. You may be struggling with a job situation. You may be struggling just uh, mental health wise. Please reach out for help. There's a lot of professional help in whatever area you are. Um, I talked about the seven deadly sins recently. I read a book and I was always wondering why pride was at the top of that list. And it took me a long time to figure out because a lot of people are too prideful to ask for help. I'm struggling with this. And you're going to find more times than not, a lot of people say, you know, I was struggling with that. You'll be amazed how that works up and lines up. So. Anyways, I just wanted to get on here today and try to help you being comfortable when you're feeling uncomfortable. And eventually you will turn the tables and you'll leave that bad habit that you never, there were habits I thought I would never, ever, ever in a lifetime get rid of. And I'm telling you, they're gone. And so it takes effort and consistency and just the commitment and love yourself, you know, make a commitment to yourself. You know, there were times where I quit alcohol or this for loved ones. And then that day came where I was like, I really got to get this done for myself. And, uh, in recovery, sometimes they say it's a selfish program because you really, you know, with drug addiction specifically, uh, can kill you, you know, Actually, you know, bad habits, bad eating habits can kill you. Uh, You know, when we look at things in that base level, you know, hopefully we all can get motivated to love ourselves and do a little bit better today. So I love each and every one of you. I don't know you, but anybody that's struggling with a habit they don't like, I do because I've been there. The self-loathing doesn't exist anymore, I've been freed. The truth will set you free, my friends. So I always like to close by saying, go help somebody today. Um, If you have nothing to give grandkids, uh, and uh, think about a special person today. Think about a grandparent. Think about somebody that really means something to you today and uh, honor them in some way by going to help another person like they helped you. And if you have nothing to give, you can always give a smile. So thanks for hanging out with me today on Motivation Central Station. Go take on the world. You can do it.